Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles and some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. I'm Susan. I'm here with Randy Donnelly, and we are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, folks. We're here today to help you determine if you have any valuable items at home that you may want to sell at auction. Hi, Randy. Hey, Susan. We're back after a busy week of the annual Spring Classic, a three-day auction. That's done. A lot of things happening at Donnelly Auctions. Yeah, that's been crazy, hasn't it? Yeah, last show, uh, last week, we had Jeffrey Sanfilippo on the air with us. Well, you know, uh, I uh, I want to talk uh, first. I, I want to thank Jeffrey for all thank of his, you, Jeffrey. Uh, his time and everything. But I, I had uh, people say to me after the show, you know, you were talking about Jeffrey as if we knew what the Sanfilippo estate was. And it occurred to me that, gee, we didn't explain that <laughs> Jeffrey's collection started with steam engines yes. uh, years ago. Uh, Forty years ago, his father collected a huge assortment of steam-powered equipment. And then he got into antique music. Automatic music, with, yeah. Uh, with antique phonographs, music boxes, orchestrions, um, huge musical uh, instruments and equipment. Band organ? Yeah. And, and the world's finest the absolute world's finest uh, organ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just absolutely incredible what's all in the estate. Antique architecture, antique uh, leaded glass. I mean, just the most incredible estate. It, it's truly uh, an American palace. That's right. And it's located in Barrington. If you go to San Filippo, San Filippo organization, yes. mm-hmm. no, San Filippo Foundation.org, go to their website. You can get tours. Uh, tickets for the upcoming concerts, things like that. It's just such a bucket list item, folks. Do your homework. Check out the San Filippo Estate this summer. You'll yeah, you will not regret it. But thank you again, Jeffrey, for joining us last week. And what else is going on, Randy? So much here at work these days. Well, actually, we're right in the middle of an auction right now as we speak. Um, we're about three hundred items in to our Saturday gun auction right. uh, taking place right as we're speaking right now. And, of course, that goes on um, today and tomorrow. We've got guns and ammo today yes. and uh, military relics all day tomorrow on Sunday. Right. Uh, just an absolutely incredible, uh, you know, uh, collection. But we do have Neil with us today um, here in, in the studio. And, and Neil, uh, you can tell us more also about what's what's going on with the, our gun auction taking place Right now. That's right. First of all, the gun auction started at 10 a.m. this morning. It is live and it's online on four different bidding platforms across the world. We have thousands of bidders right now. 
And we're like you said, Randy, we're about 300 lots in because we always start with firearms first. So what's left out there in those last 100 guns, Neil? Well, hello, everybody. I've got... Hi, um, welcome. You know me, I'm... Thank you, thank you. You know, I'm kind of a geek when it comes to 22s. I've got a lot of collectible 22s, including some from the turn of the century. I've got hunting rifles left. I've got a lot of military rifles like Mausers and M93s. Um, antique lever, cowboy lever guns are still coming up, too. Well, so so right now, if if people want to tune into the the auction, they can go to their computers. If if, if they're not already coming out to our place, uh, they can mm-hmm. get online right now simply by going to uh, donleyauctions dot com. Correct, Susan? That's right. And then on our website, there's a button that says firearms and ammo auction. It's a big red button. Click on that. It'll take you to the auction that's live right now. You can actually see Greg, our auctioneer, live. Um, you can mm-hmm. place bids. Immediately on any of those items you see, you can search for lots if there's anything in particular you're looking for. And you can give us a call at 815-923-7000 if you just don't have time and you want to throw an absentee bid on something. Sure. Uh, we'll take your bids over the phone as well. And, and Neil, besides guns, uh, yeah. what, what else is going up today? Oh, I've got some great ammo coming up. I've got modern ammo, collectible, military, um, all kinds of reloading components and accessories. I've got cases. Yeah, lots how many gun cases gun we got guns. out there? I see a, a few. <laughs> yeah, we've got quite a few. I've got long gun, handgun cases, hard, soft, leather, aluminum, custom fitted for uh, guns like takedown shotguns. I nice. Got great stuff up well, there. The beauty yeah. of those gun cases, everybody should have them in case you're, whenever you're ready to sell your single item or collection, you'll have gun cases to put them in. Much easier to transport if they're in a gun case. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, I did mention it too. I've also got knives. We oh, wow. Knife yeah. collection coming in. Um, we've had like Microtech and Benchmates. Did you ever have a chance? There's a William Henry in there. Um, did you say knives? Fantastic. Yes, man. Knives. That's right. Okay. We do have hundreds of knives in this auction. Now, as does well. that come up today on Saturday That's or are the knives on Sunday? It's today. Knives today, today like switchblades and machetes and things like that. I don't know what kind of knives they are. Sharpie. Wow. Sharpie, sharpie things. And then tomorrow is more military-related, bayonets and swords and those type of edge weapons. So today is, is more hunting knives. Oh, absolutely. There's some great names. They're all, like, brand new. They're yeah. beautiful, beautiful knives still in the boxes. Well, yeah, you know, so many times we get into homes to to pick up guns. And, and of course, the... Uh, uh, the gun collectors always had knives with them also. I, I can't, uh, you know, so many of these collectors, I think, really got tied into home shopping network uh, <laughs> situations because, the, well, you, you see the quantity of knives we pull out of houses. It's just incredible. Absolutely. You know, I think we're all kind of guilty of that. That's right. There are 800 lots today. So at 1 o'clock today, we're probably into three 300 lots, so 500 more items to go, folks. Get on our website at Donley, D-O-N-L-E-Y, auctions.com. Let's get you some firearms or ammo today. And, and of course, tomorrow, uh, on Sunday, we've got a great uh, selection of military relics. I mean, there's anything that you could imagine in German, Japanese, uh, American, uh, primarily uh, World War II and... Uh, uh, I mean, there's helmets, swords. I mean, I couldn't believe the nice collection of Japanese samurai swords that I saw uh, out there uh, on the counters. Oh, yeah, there's some bids on yep. those already, too. 
So yeah. again, <laughs> you know, go to the website, look at at everything. And uh, Neil, correct me. The cannons yeah. uh, that we have coming up, yeah. uh, they're on Sunday, correct? They don't go with the guns today right. on Saturday. Correct. We save those for all the militaries. Probably one of the coolest ones we have is a 1917 U.S.-made Argentine cannon, a mountain gun. Um, fantastic three-inch gun out there. And if you go to our Facebook page, you can see photos of Tucker the auction dog standing <laughs> next to it. It's a beautiful item. And what I learned about it is that they used to... Um, take it apart during the war yeah. and, and pack, transport it and yeah. transport it on pack animals and then put it back together again when they got to their destination. And, and in one circumstances, weren't you reading, uh, Neil, that there was actually uh, an instance where they had one man carrying this cannon? During my research, I found the, uh, a photo of this guy with this cannon on his back. What? The entire chassis and everything. <laughs> This oh thing my, has to be six, seven hundred pounds. Oh my gosh, boy! We thought our jobs were hard. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I can't imagine climbing a mountain with a cannon on my back. Right. So, do we have time yeah. to talk about the Spanish-American War uh, uh, I'd relics? Like to that save we've that got for up. the next segment. Hey, Neil, can you hang with us for a few more minutes? Oh, we have. Course. I want to talk about some other things that's been going on in uh, the firearm world. But real quick, too, we are still taking consignments for firearms ammunition, military, because we have, what, a July auction coming up. So it's never too early for that. Well, yeah, aren't you actually out out on the road uh, picking guns up right now for July? All the time. All the time. I've already started getting a nice collection for July. We've got some neat stuff coming in. And and it's one thing I, I like, especially for the ladies to hear out there, is that there's no need to worry about how you get the items to us because gun collections will come out and always, uh, you know, Neil and, and I or one or the other will come out first and evaluate the collection for you, explain all the steps and everything. But we will definitely do pickups on, on gun collections. That's right. And the easiest thing to do, you can call us at 815 923 Ask for Neil or Randy, and all you have to say is, I have a gun collection, and we will get them on the phone immediately. It's that easy, isn't it, Neil? It really is. I do all the work for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And mentioning all the work, you do all the paperwork, which is so important. Oh, God, yeah. Lots and lots of paperwork with guns guns in the industry. We have a federal Um, firearms license, and it's very important. We are complying with all the laws for you. As they change daily, it seems, around oh, here, my huh? Gosh. Uh, don't get me started on Illinois. I do everything I can to keep up with it. But thanks, Neil. That's what we uh, we appreciate you doing for us, making sure we're in <laughs> compliance with the wonderful ATF. Our gun and military auctions are fantastic, folks. Never too early to consign with Donley Auctions. Go to DonleyAuctions.com. You are listening to the Donley Auctions Hour here. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're right here on AM560, The Answer. called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage, and they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. You're here today with Susan and Randy Donnelly of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We have Neil with us today. He is our 
gun expert. Yeah, absolutely. Extraordinaire. Uh, handles all of our uh, paperwork regarding firearms, pickups, deliveries, uh, the 4473 forms. He does it all, folks. Neil's the guy you want to talk to if you have any firearms that you would like to consign to one of our upcoming auctions. So, Neil, tell us what's coming up in July. I have already got some great stuff coming up. Um, we have a Martini rifle, which is very unusual, Remington Rolling Blocks. I've got a French Berthier with a bayonet. Um, very neat guns. Uh, we already have a couple Garands. Yeah, well, you sh- showed me that. Stuff. You showed me that Garand with the the scope on it. Is is that actually a sniper rifle? It sure is. As an M1D sniper rifle that was made, they usually took World War II surplus rifles and they built them for Korea and uh, Vietnam as sniper rifles. Neil, so, when you uh, when that gun came in, you were like a kid in a candy store. Susan, Susan, <laughs> look what I have. Check this out. Let me show you what it is. And he, he gave me the whole story on this beautiful sniper rifle. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I was surprised at how heavy that gun was, Neil. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm used to handling World War II weapons, but this just seemed exceedingly heavy. Uh, it wasn't just because of the scope. I, I mean, I'm I'm surprised really the the weight of a Garand rifle. Garands are heavy to start out with, um, but these guns, once you start adding the accessories to it, the cheek rise, the mount, the scope, mm-hmm. I almost wonder if the barrel's thicker also. Being oh. a accurized barrel, that could be part of it. I don't know that for a fact, but it is a heavy gun. I'd hate to carry it in the field for a long period. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. But yeah. uh, uh, just a, a reminder, everybody out there, if you have anything in in firearms or or weapons of any kind, of course, weapons and uh, military relics, we're already collecting up for July. Uh, so it's never too early. And I'm surprised at the direction that Donley Auctions is really taking, because already, just in the last few years, um, a full one-third of our business is just in firearms alone. And that seems to be a trend. I mean, uh, the firearm business is really... Uh, really amazing, and and something to, uh, uh, to to expand on for us. So, and you know, now's the time to put them in auction. It's the best place to sell them. You know, I hate to say it, but ladies, if your husband passes away, he's got a nice collection. We're the guys to call. We're here to help you because we have buyers from all over the world. I mean, we're shipping stuff to FFLs um, in the United States every single auction. So. Definitely give us a call at 815-923-7000. Real quick, Neil, I know you had gone to an ATF conference recently. How did that go? What was that all about? Real well. Um, Like you were saying earlier, laws change almost on a daily basis. And so ATF and Illinois State Police got together and had a conference, basically a QA and a conference and refresher meeting. Um, As of January 1st, ATF changed their 4473 forms, their background check forms and they went through all the changes and um new compliance issues with those we went over some of the new illinois laws um as everybody knows that follows that it's up for grabs anyways right now right. we don't know what's going on for them but as a representative of donnelly i keep going to conferences updates um refresher lessons just to make sure that we stay compliant with both ATF and Illinois State Police for firearms, ammo, everything. So That's right. Thank you. And um, I know for this auction yeah. this weekend, we are requiring everyone to have a FOID card 
the state of Illinois even to buy ammunition. Even to buy ammo. Right. Uh, explain what that's ammo. all about. We, we actually have to now. Uh, it's just a quick check to make sure the FOID card is valid. Right. So, But, yes. I mean, we've always been able to check people's FOID cards just by a glance. But now they're requiring us to actually make a phone call? A verification, yes. It's a verification. It's not a it's phone actually call. It's online. But... Yeah, it's online. It's just a quick verification that your card is still valid. I know a lot of people worry that Big Brother's watching. It's more of just to make sure your card is still valid. They don't ask what you're buying, how much you're buying, anything like that. Okay. It's just to verify that the card is still valid. Right, because people have revoked cards that we don't know about. Wow. So that gives us the the red flag if it is. So thank you, Neil, for keeping us in compliance. We really appreciate it. So, folks, we're the guys where we know we need to do it to make sure it is safe for everyone. So we were talking a little bit about the uh, Spanam grouping, Spanish-American War. Uh, oh, yeah. We have this fantastic Spanam battle flag grouping coming up in our auction Sunday, tomorrow. And I took a picture of that with Tucker for our Facebook page. <laughs> and then I started doing some research on it. The story is fascinating. What do you know about that flag, Randy? Well, we do know that it's a, a 45-star a battle flag that uh, you know is from the Spanish-American War, uh, but not only the flag. We actually have a uniform that charged up San Juan Hill with uh, Teddy Roosevelt, a uh, gentleman from Hampshire, Illinois, made made the charge, and we we have his jacket and hat, and we're going to be selling that this Sunday tomorrow. Right, and the beauty of these items, they all have the provenance with it. Right, so we They're, always keep hammering everybody. If you have things to sell, if you have provenance with it. It just makes it that much more it's, valuable and yes. interesting to our buyers, for sure. It, it, it surely is. And then, uh, Neil, um, we've got some uh, great items uh, coming up in the July auction. We've mentioned this on other shows, but it's you can't talk about it enough. Um, Wyatt Earp's gun, Wyatt Earp's vest. Uh, I, I mean, wow, where do you find this what kind, kind of, of stuff? What kind of gun is it? <laughs> the gun is actually a Colt number 1 Derringer in forty one caliber. And it's very, very unusual. The gun itself is very unusual, very rare. And to have the provenance that come, comes with it showing it's white herbs, that's just unbelievable. So it's awesome. actually like a small little gambler pistol, isn't it? I, I mean, it's... Exactly. A little vest pocket type yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a museum piece. <laughs> Without a really doubt. Is. Or, you know, a great man cave item. Um, it's just a, a fabulous piece. And then, then of course, we also acquired... Um, Clyde's pistol from Bonnie and the Bonnie and Clyde fame. Uh, that's coming up in in July, also. No kidding. It oh, sure is. And isn't that a Colt also? That's a Colt eight ninety six New Army and Navy double action revolver. Um, Clyde was very particular about his guns. He liked uh, like I guess you could say modifying them. Um, Bob the Hammer cut off the trigger guard, cut the barrel, and it's 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 seen battle. It's worn. And it's neat to see. So, and there's even a handwritten note from Clyde himself when when he uh, he actually gave this pistol uh, away to somebody in uh, in in Missouri. Uh, again, provenance, provenance, right. provenance. Was, was this used in any of the robberies? Well, or we, the movies, or we, just part of his collection? Well, it wouldn't be in any of the movies because, of course, it was Clyde. So it's not a, a, a movie gun. I mean, the, it's not a movie prop. It's it's the real deal, but. Uh, uh, what he used it for, or, you know, what we we don't know. That's lost to history forever. I see. Okay, but we do. No. We can prove it was his pistol. 
Provenance that's is everything. Really cool. That's right. So that's coming up for auction on Sunday. That's tomorrow. Again, go no, to our... No, no, that goes in July. Oh, I'm July. Sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. July, yes. The July auction, which I don't know if we've confirmed the dates yet. It's either the second or third week in July. We're going to check that it's at the 20th or 21st. I want to confirm that next week. So keep going to DonleyAuctions.com. Look at our website and see what uh, what's coming up because we've got all kinds of great auctions coming up. There's- oh, my gosh. Yeah, we have some auctions that aren't even posted yet. We have a Black Americana collection. We have a Playboy magazine and illustration art Absolutely. Coming up. Uh, one of the uh, illustrators for, for Playboy magazine, uh, as he passed away, he left all of the original artwork to his nephew, who has now consigned it. And it's uh, a, a one-of-a-kind collection. You'll never find this is all the original art from Playboy magazine. Wow. Yeah, that's coming up. Yep, we haven't set a date for that. And then we have an aviation collection. So we're looking for some more items to eat add to that auction. So that's our foundation. So if you have anything out there, again, you can email us at consign at donleyauctions.com and send us some pictures. We'd love a few photos. Give us an idea, a little bit of a description background. Then we'll give you a call to work out next steps if it can be delivered or if we need to pick it up, things like that. So auctions every month plus a few online auctions in between. Always check our website. Right. We're all, again, we're always looking for that unusual item. So what do you have? Let us know. But you know what's coming up next in our next segment? Don't go anywhere. Listen to this. I need to learn more about this too. The Lost Victor Archives. Because we have a June phonograph auction coming up. June 14th and 15th, folks. And Rainey's going to talk about that in our next segment. Neil, thank you so much for joining us today. Get back to work, buddy, and go get some more firearms. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. You're here with Susan and Randy of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We have a fantastic auction coming up in June, Antique phonographs, and music. Well, you know, uh, I'm so glad we're talking about this because we have skipped right over in in our last segments. We keep talking about the next gun auction being in July, and we haven't mentioned June. We've got uh, June coming up uh, with antique phonographs and music boxes and so on. And um, my brother Mike is is here with us to to talk about some really, really rare pieces that that we have in this June auction. Yeah. Hey, Mike, t- thanks for joining us. Tell us about the two collections that we have. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. How you doing? So uh, what we got coming up in uh, June is uh, actually two collections of uh, uh, deal- uh, dealers who have unfortunately passed away, one from Milwaukee and one from uh, Western Springs. And we're going to be featuring their collections. Uh, in addition to some really early and rare machines that are going to be coming out, we have some uh, uh, literature and some uh, early letters uh, that are very interesting here. Uh, for instance, we have uh, one here, a, a handwritten letter from Thomas Edison to a man by the name of T.B.A. David. This was in 1877. Now, mind you, at this point, Edison had just finished uh, uh, inventing the phonograph, and he hadn't even invented the light bulb yet. He was working on the telephone, trying to perfect the telephone, uh, which Alexander Graham Bell had just uh, invented but uh, not without its problems. So Edison was trying to uh, improve on that for the sound, and he uh, has a handwritten letter here. Now, again, at this point, Thomas Edison 
is still not busy enough that he's still able to correspond by writing his own letters, which is really, really unusual. Uh, and, and in this letter, he's telling uh, this TBA David, who was opening up a one of the first telephone exchanges in Pittsburgh uh, in 1877, that uh, he had just uh, finished the new improved uh, transmitters and receivers and, and telling him how how good they are and how you, how clear and crisp they are. So this letter will be coming up. Uh, is it handwritten? Very, very is that a handwritten letter, Mike, or is that Ab- absolutely handwritten? I wow! Mean, you know, typewriters were just starting to come in about that time. So, uh, but a lot of times, what would happen is uh, uh, people who were too busy would dictate a letter. <clears throat> excuse me, dictate a letter to a uh, a secretary, and then they would sign it. But this is all in Edison's handwriting, which is very unusual. There's very few of these on the open market and and in private hands. And the the subject matter that it talks about is very historic, so it, it, it's a very important letter that's going to be coming up in uh, in the June auction. That's right, and, and June June fifteenth. Correct. Yes. Yeah. What and, what and history? What history? It's just absolutely uh, amazing that uh, that these things still exist in the private sector. That it's not all bought up by institutions and museums. Well, yeah, you know the the thing is that so much of this was. Uh, bought up, you know, it's coming out of collections now that were that was bought up 50 and 60 years ago when these guys were first starting to collect, you know, and they get in their 80s and 90s and pass away, so it comes back on the market. And it's not that institutions won't won't bid on this stuff. So they're, they're as big a bidder as the private market. Uh, so, you know, there's a chance that this could go to an institution and then be taken off the market uh, forever. So, uh, but, so what, el- but, what else have you got coming up? I mean, the, you've got the Edison uh, letter. Right next to it, we I have here an Alexander Graham Bell letter. Uh, again, this was in uh, 1881. He had uh, the, the the telephone was pretty much on its way by by that point, but he was working on the photophone, which was wireless transmission. And he's uh, writing a letter uh, to a man, uh, uh, Isaac Norris, who ran a, a, a called the Franklin Institute. It was a scientific institute, and he was publishing an article in there. So he's writing him a letter about this upcoming article. And again, this one here is handwritten, but this one has been written by a secretary and then signed by uh, Alexander Graham Bell. It's with the envelope and everything. So that's a pretty cool piece. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell's signatures are just as rare as Edison's. I mean, you don't find them at all. So uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, <laughs> the big thing is in the Victor uh, Victor Talking Machine Company, which was incorporated in 1901, uh, they were the ones who uh, really came out with the disc record and, and such and, and changed the format from cylinder to, to disc record. Now, if I could so, jump in there for, for our listeners, yeah. Victor Phonograph became RCA. Is that correct? I mean, most people would know them as the big RCA corporation of today. Correct. That did not happen until 1926, though. <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, when the, uh, so anyway, the the company was formed in 1901. Uh, they had a devastating fire at the factory in 1904, and then it was uh, sold to uh, RCA Radio Corporation of America in 1926. They actually merged uh, and called it RCA Victor at that point. Uh, when that, uh, then when uh, RCA abandoned the uh, the Camden, New Jersey plant where Victor Talking Machine had built all their phonographs, they uh, told somebody to clean out the vault. And rather than throw it all in the trash, this guy was astute enough to bring it home. And what he has is all the early corporate records from 1901 to 1926 of the Victor Talking Machine Company. And first, the, in fact, the first minutes of the meeting where they're actually putting the, the company together. So very historic stuff. And, and so fact, now, it, now it's all at Donnelly Auctions and it's going to be offered for sale 
in June. June 15th at our Antique Phonograph and Music Auction. Check our website at DonleyAuctions.com. That's D-O-N-L-E-Y. We are working on the catalog now, folks. So keep an eye on the website. We'll have everything online in the next week or so. Great collection. It is a live auction. You can come out to Union, Illinois Live and look at all the machines and everything. We'll have it all online, different bidding platforms. But, Mike, we'd like to have you come back in the next segment, so don't go anywhere, folks. Join us after the break. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour every Saturday on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Hi, thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan here with Randy Donnelly of Donnelly Auctions. But Mike Donnelly is with us today, Randy's brother. These two antique music phonograph extraordinaires, they've had a museum at the Wild West Town. I don't know, for what, 40-something years, these guys know their antique music. Well, our father collected before us uh, antique phonographs, and uh, uh, he was internationally known for his collection of phonographs and uh and and now we carry on the the legend of now selling off all of our father's <laughs> friends' collections, right, and right. and unfortunately that's what we're doing. Two two uh, people have passed away, and uh, and we're selling their collections. So, uh, Mike, uh, let's talk about a, a few of the extremely rare phonographs that are coming up. I mean, okay, uh, yeah. Well, we have uh, <laughs> there's there's quite a variety here from the early cylinder machines in, into the uh, the disc machines and such. Uh, you know, we have one of the first jukeboxes actually the the hex phones. You know, that played six different cylinders. Uh, and actually, uh, we, we're we going to be two selling of two of them this weekend. We have right? two of them, yeah, which is highly unusual, but one from each collection. Uh, even but, rarer than that, there's an autophone, isn't there? Yeah, which I think that was that place, 12 cylinders or something? It, it so, does. It, it's, and uh, I have to say it's probably 10 times rarer than a hexaphone, which is rare in itself. Well, it's the first one I've ever uh, had an opportunity to sell, yeah. Sure. And and what about that amazing let me, let me electric? Let just ask real quick. I just, what does something like that go for, a hexaphone? Well, you know, now's the time to buy. If, if anybody wants to buy a hexaphone, right now's the time to buy because, unfortunately, uh, they're down in price. You can you can pick up a, a hexaphone for you know thirty five hundred to six thousand dollars when they used to be ten thousand dollars all day long. Wow, good to know. But uh, Mike, uh, what about that uh, electric phonograph? The uh, uh, it's actually battery operated that Edison Class M. Yeah, well, uh, Edison, when he first invented the phonograph, he never thought of it as a, a music machine for entertainment. He thought of it as a business machine. So the first phonographs were actually sold to businesses for the uh, owner to dictate a letter by recording onto a wax cylinder, and then the secretary would play it back wearing headphones and then transcribe it, either writing it or typing it. Mm-hmm. So the actual first phonographs were not made for music. They were made for uh, uh, business purposes, and we have one here in the auction. It's you know, like Randy said, it's Edison Class M, probably one of the nicest original ones you've ever seen. I mean, it had all the accessories: the, the the speaking tube, the headphones, the the batteries. I mean, it is just a museum piece. It's really outstanding, and they're pretty rare. They don't come up that often. And and I think what most people don't realize, they're used to an antique phonograph being hand crank, but in fact, Edison invented his phonographs. Um, he went from direct drive to 
electric first, where you had to have a battery to operate it. And batteries were very dangerous at that time with the acids and, and everything that were required to, uh, to operate uh, battery-operated appliances. So the hand crank was put in years later so that it could be sold to the public. Right, yeah, they actually took a technological step backwards. Like you say, the batteries were not like we know them today, little little small uh, portable cells. They were actually a big uh, pottery jar that you filled with acid, and you had the fumes you know, going. If you knocked them over, you spilled sulfuric acid all over it. They were, they were very dangerous. So until the time came when uh, people had electricity in their homes, they had to take that step backwards to get it out to the masses and into the rural areas. Yeah, that's, that's really uh, an amazing uh, feature that, that the electric came first, and then the hand crank was thereafter. So, mm-hmm. and, that, and that was all put out by, uh, by Victor Talking Machine. They were the ones, it was uh, Eldridge Johnson with Emil Berliner who actually came up with the wind-up spring motor uh, to power the phonograph, so, in uh, 1901. And that uh, also goes back to some of the paperwork. You actually have uh, some Emil Berliner uh, handwritten letters, or uh, at least his autographs, in, in the literature for this auction, Correct. Yeah, we have a letter uh, from uh, Emil. He, actually, he was the one who actually invented the the disc record, the flat record as we know it today. And uh, it was a partner by the name of Elder Johnson who made the mechanism to play it. But Emil Berliner uh, uh, held the patent for the the disc record. Then, yeah, we have a letter from him uh, talking about uh, uh, well, payments for materials for record materials here. And it's a, it's a typed letter, but it's signed by him in 1930. Emil Berliner actually went on to invent uh, the microphone. And also helicopters too. He was a very important inventor. Which doesn't get a lot. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of uh, wow. uh, you know, acknowledgement. So he's a very important person. Yeah. So phonograph records, as we know it, the cylinder came out. Edison invents the phonograph in 1877. It starts with cylinders, and the flat record or the disc record, as we know it, didn't come out until what about 1895? Uh, yeah, in 95, 98, they started appearing on the market. Yeah, around then. Uh huh. And some of those records, now you have a large collection available at this auction of original Berliner records. And Berliner records, uh, Emil Berliner records can go, what, anywhere from as little as $25 on up to the thousands. That's correct, yeah, depending on how the rarity of the titles and the condition of them. Yeah, we probably have, ooh, maybe 100 of them, which is, again, a good-sized collection uh, to, to come up. And as far as records, uh, don't forget, too, we... Uh, we even have a couple of early Chuck Berry records from uh, uh, that were pressed here in Chicago. One of his oh. first in Maybelline, which was uh, his first hit, and it was pressed here in Chicago on a record company called Chess Records. So. And I saw albums and albums full of early original Elvis Presley records. So, I mean, it, it's the whole gamut. We've got very early, very rare, and then right on to more modern and very collectible. But we're going to have to take a break here. Yeah, Mike, thanks for joining us. We appreciate that information. It was like a little history lesson today. So we're talking about that auction is in June. And folks, mark your calendar. That's June 14th and 15th. It's a Wednesday and a Thursday, not a weekend. So we'll have more information on that on our website at DonleyAuctions.com. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour. Don't go anywhere. We still have a few more things to talk about today. But we're right here every Saturday on AM 560, The Answer. The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM 560, The Answer. 
We are back with the Donley Auctions Hour. We're here today talking about upcoming auctions, and we'd like to be very specific about some items that you may have in your home, your garage, your attic, that would be extremely valuable and great items to put in an upcoming auction. Uh, I'm Randy Donley here with my brother, Mike. And uh, Mike, you know, it's not too soon for us to be talking to people about our our big November auction. I mean, that's in auction world, just a, a stone's throw away. What kind of items should we be asking people for right now? I mean, uh, well, let's see. Well, uh, you know, obviously slot machines, jukeboxes, things like that, but uh, uh, automobiles. I mean, and, and they don't have to be antique in the, in the sense that, uh, you know, from the 20s or the 30s. The hot cars right now are, are, are from the 60s, actually. 60s and right. 70s, sure. Cars and, yeah. You know, and any of the advertising that goes with it, you know, or the, the gas pumps, the signs, the oil cans, you know, that's all collectible. What, what you and I find all the time, Mike, when, when we get out, is that there are garages and buildings all over the city of Chicago where people have 20, 30, 40 cars and a half a dozen uh-huh. gas pumps and, and Petroliana signs and everything. I mean, those are the kind of collections we're looking for. Right. Absolutely. I also know you guys yeah. are looking for, always looking for bars and back bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many bars have we pulled out of Wisconsin, right. southern Wisconsin over the years? I mean, and, many, many. And Cicero in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. that's Big what heavy we've stuff. Done yeah, big years. or small, Donnelly Auctions does it all. That's for sure. So so what what else can you think of right now? I mean, uh, let's let our listeners know. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, great merchandise out there that we need for November. Well, you know, architectural is always good. I mean, we've we've sold Frank Lloyd Wright light pictures. We've sold, uh, you know, building fragments and such like that of, of, of very famous buildings in Chicago. Uh, and chandeliers, leaded glass. Oh I mean, uh, you name it, we're looking for it, and we can turn it into big money for you. And we always use the catchphrase, we'll make it fit in your wallet. I would say narrowing it down to anything that's really coin-operated, anything from the circuses, carousel animals, uh, vintage pinball mas- machines, kitty rides. Yeah, pinball machines are good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything you know, from the carnivals and circuses, too, right. sure. If people with their cell phones just take a shot, take, take a simple picture and text it to us and say, what do you think? I mean, we'll give you our opinion. And, Mike, what about uh, motion picture uh, uh, items? I mean, we're always looking for projectors and cameras and, and things that actually filmed early movies. Um, anything in posters that we should be looking for? Well, posters, uh, yes. You know, posters, again, that's, that's a whole specific uh, item there. The the early stuff is all collected up. I mean, things from the silent era and such like that. But people have posters in their homes from you know, Star Wars movies and such like that that are very, very valuable because of uh, uh, people are collecting them. They're anything popular, anything yeah. from the 60s and 70s movies are hot right now as far as posters. Yeah. Hmm. Vintage, so, not so antique. Here, here we go. It's almost time. Uh, you know, our, our show is over. We never have enough time. I know. But I want to give all everybody the basic information again. Call us, 815-923-7000. If you're on your phone and you want to text photos to randy or mike give us a call we'll give you their number in private otherwise go to our website at donleyauctions.com there's a form you can fill out you can email us at consign at donleyauctions.com plenty of ways 
we'll give you a call. We'll give you next steps to figure out what you need to do with your stuff so we can make it fit into your wallet. In the meantime, we have auctions coming up. You can bid live, online, absentee bids, phone bids, lots of options there, folks. And tune in next week. We will have another show about something interesting as well. But for now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And And we'll we'll see you at at the the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.